Tamimus, talking about Tamimus, just like everything else that we learned, it's much easier to talk about than to live. The people have more of a national natiya to this than others. For those, for those who don't, have a natural inclination to this that we're learning about Tamimus, Pashtas. We're going to see, and we're already learning, that it's the it's the avoid of a person's entire life. It's not just one midah. The person sometimes thinks, "All right, so how many how many midas, how many good midas can I have? I'm so I'm already so unbelievable. <laughs> how many good midas can a person have? So, I, so all right, so there's one or two midas that I'm not so great at, but I'm pretty good. Like it all, you know, I'm good at a lot of the midas. So I'm not one or two, not so good. The midah of tamimus is the the midah of tamimus really is is that midah around which all of the other midas revolve. And that's why, and of course is going to explain it, that's why we have to understand it. And even if we don't feel, even if many of us don't feel naturally inclined towards that, we have to try at least to daven and to want it, to appreciate it, and we see in ourselves a little bit of that. The end of the lesson we learned was that amazing little Gemara, Lama Taikin Rosh Hashanah, Lama Taikin Rechmon Amatikin. Why do we blow the Shavu Rosh Hashanah? Gemara's question, why do we blow the Shavu Rosh Hashanah? So we're all expecting, you brace yourself, oh, here we're going to go into like a 10 blot discussion of why we blow the Shavu. All kinds of deep, amazing, uh, philosophical, halachic, all kinds of things. And the Gemara's answer is, Rechmon Amatikin, because the Torah says you have to blow. Rechmon Amatikin. The Gemara's answer is, the Torah says to blow. And everybody talks about this. All the Svam Akadashim talk about the Gemara's answer. Why Davke by Shaifu? The Gemara could have said so, so then the Gemara would be much smaller than it is, no? The Gemara is very, very big. If every if every question of the Gemara would just be answered because Hashem said do it, so stop asking, don't ask any questions, just do it. So the whole Gemara would be one page. Why do you put on such a Rahmanama? What about Shabbos? By Shaifu, we spoke a little bit of it last week, just a drop. But that really is the passions of a person. That doesn't mean that you don't think and you don't, and, and there isn't a sharpness. We learned about that in a person's way of thinking and working through in Yonim and, and, and Halach and Torah and so on. But that's not, that's not what brings me to do the things that Hashem wants me to do. What brings me to do those things that Hashem wants me to do is that. Rahman Omar. The Torah told me to. Hashem told me to. And therefore we continue on page Kofiadalaf in the middle. You all know the word in Hebrew, pilpul, right? Lefalfel, pilpul, the, uh, there's an English word I think that they use. I, I don't remember. I don't remember. But you know what it means to be mefalfel. Pilpul, when a person goes into something and, and he dissects it. Pilpul. So, bekarcha pilpul, Many, many people have in them the nature to be mefalfel. To be mefalfel. You know, you, you'll meet somebody, and they're always, in yeshiva, we always had guys like this, that if you needed, now they have GPS, but there were certain guys in yeshiva that if you needed to go someplace, you would ask that guy. That was the guy to ask. And there would always be somebody else standing and said, no, 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 you can take the, you can get off the grand So, so this guy, the, 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 the one who's the big mefalfel in the Indian of driving, so he would say, no, this is, he has always a hechet to, this is one light, 
you could save like this, and this thing is only half a mile, and then you could go around through the back, and through Jackson Heights, and up down through Sunnyside, and Queens Boulevard, and like, and I just wanted to get to the, where's the Long Island Expressway, I don't, I don't know all of these different, he's got, this is before GPS, because now, uh, but a person is all pil pulling, and, and, and there's a certain nitiyah that a person has, that, and it's not just the directions, but in life, with everything, it's, uh, everything's a pilpul. So we learned last week, Cheshbonis, Elokim Asas Adam Yasha, Vehem Ebikshi Cheshbonis Ram. So Rav Schwartz explains, Bekach HaPilpul Shetabak Shabaruch Abadim Yishli Yizor L'Shtamash Be'ach Rak L'Eisek Limit HaTarek Adash. You have to be careful. A person has this koyach of dissecting, of hair splitting, of hair splitting, of chilukim, making very subtle chiluk between this and that. You have to be very careful, Rashwa says, that's that the Rosham gave us for learning Tyra. Not not if if your if your husband says something, so you make a last week he didn't say exactly like that. Why are you saying like that this week? Or your mother or your mother in law. This is chilukim, all kinds of pilpulin in in a person. That you know you and I have met people like that, and we know what that is to be. Forget about living with a person like that. Everything, everything. <laughs> they're always going over phone bills twenty times, even if they have money. They're going over everything like chalukim and this, this. How come? How come in April and that was like? I'm not talking about a person who has to watch every penny. That's done. You have to watch every penny, of course. But even people have to watch every penny. You have that they'll go with sales and with papers and looking all kinds of kunsim how to make a bigger a chachma to save and to do and all of these things which he talks about in a minute which is one of the favorite pastimes of the Jewish people we call handling you know the word to handle to handle so we're going to talk about it the people who they're professional handlers and it's not only it's not only in business they handle with their wives they handle with their kids they handle with they handle with everybody they make you crazy when it's very extreme, they make you crazy. When it's less extreme, it's annoying. But it certainly is not a way of life. Because it's the opposite of Tamimus and Pashtas. That doesn't mean that you have to just pay whatever they ask in the store. A person's allowed to shop around. I'm not saying to be foolish. But there's also a, there's, there's a, a, a little... You cross over that line from being a person who Edson is, is always mafalfel in life. Someone says to you, someone says to you a, a kind word. So you start to think, why did he say that? Well, what's what's the reason that he said that? Why does he? What's he trying to get from me? You know, it's, everything's a pilpul, everything's a lumbus. Everything's a lumbus. There are people that are like that. Cutting their lives are generally not enjoyable. Whoever knows them is for sure friends. That's not enjoyable. I'm talking about even their own lives are generally not enjoyable. They're good, to, they're good for directions, maybe. But when it comes to living with a person like that, with all the chilukim, all the diyukim, and the dukim, and svaris, and pilpulim, everything in life, you say, what is this, a tesis? I just said, you, how are you feeling today? Why do you ask me how I feel? <laughs> I asked that one time, how are you feeling? I love you, I asked you, how are you feeling? Well, you didn't ask me last time. Ah, because it's because that. You know, I'm giving extreme examples, but there are people that are like that. So, especially when it gets to guys, because guys, the, the ones that grew up in yeshivas, everything you're doing in yeshivas is only making chalukim. All day long, boys are making chalukim. That's all they're doing in learning. Chalukim, how, how 
it looks like it looks like this is what the Gemara means. The Gemara doesn't mean it means that. All day long, that's what they're doing. And then and then they start going on a date. They could also do a date. There's also a, a blood Gemara. The girls are blood Gemara. Life becomes a blood Gemara. But you see, you saw by the tzaddikim by Abshalom Zavon Arv, Harmasha Feinstein. They closed the Gemara. They gave a kiss to the Gemara, and they'd walk into the, into their homes. They went in the, the, the sweetest, softest, and kindest way. They weren't making digdukim and chilukim and their wives and their children. Everything was with pashtas, pashtas. You saw these tzaddikim of Moshe Feinstein. Everything was with pashtas. It was always an amazing thing for me to see. I was like to learn by Absolvage. I'm sure you all heard of Absolvage. He had a mind that was a chiddush of a brain. That even those who were against him in certain things, they would never tell him to his face because he he, they couldn't talk to him in learning. He was such a mind. So we would sit there, and this is already when he was already not feeling well. It was like sitting at Hasinai when he was feeling well. He wasn't feeling well, he couldn't, could barely talk, but he was feel, he was online and three hours yelling and screaming and 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 the, and then learning to to keep up with him and to, to the brilliance of as soon as the Shia was over, and if you and by the way during this year it's well known and this is very I had him when he was very old people that knew him, that had him 40 years before that 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 in the Shia he would he would the things that he would say to you you know it was never anything personal but he the things he would say if you didn't if you if, if you weren't thick-skinned you, you couldn't take it he would insult and you know, things he would say it was unbelievable and, and and every word that you said, uh, ask a question. <laughs> That's already he answered you. Many times, guys would just would, would raise the hand, and he said no. And then the guy would talk for 10, 15 minutes with a question, and then and then Rabbi Shabir would just continue. He wouldn't even say anything. He would just continue what he, what he was saying. He didn't even it didn't warrant a response. He didn't. He didn't even didn't do anything. He just let the person finish and continued. And all of that, but you know, what was always amazing. The second that the shear ended, the pashtas of the person, the sweetness, the simpleness of that genius, how he was and how he was with people, it was unbelievable. And this was a meal that you see by tzaddikim, that in their learning, mamish, tilt, the whole learning, hair-splitting, chilukim, diukim, dugdukim, but with, people, with other people, when the learning, when the Gemara is closed, Everything, pshitas. They're davening, sweet and beautiful, simple davening, sweet. That's that's what we're talking about. Hashem gave the kara pilpul to be careful to use it for learning Torah, but not for things in this world. There's a Once the kotz was walking someplace, he saw a Jew. He saw a Jew, Rahu Yudayachat Oymed Beduchin, Veraitse Liknois Dovama. There was a place that was selling something over there, a stand, and this and this this Jew went over there to buy. Amda Shamhamacharis, and it was a, the, the, there was a woman behind the counter that was selling whatever that was over there. Vohu Ismakeach Ima, he was humbling, Ismakeach, negotiating is a nicer word to say, but it means he was humbling. Over pennies. He was handling. Over pennies. The Kotska saw this. The guy's talking to this woman, the sales lady, and he's handling over a few pennies. 
Nemra Koska for Avala Isi Yehudi. Everybody knows the Koska wasn't afraid to speak up. And he said, he said to that Jew, Shachachta Mishnah Mufarishis. How do you forget a Befarish Mishnah? You forgot the Mishnah? It says in the Mishnah, Altar Besichamisha. The Mishnah says, you're not supposed to talk so much to ladies. What are you doing? So he never thought of that. The, the fellow, he's handling. That's not talking to a lady. <laughs> he's handling with a lady. So the Koska says, Says in the Mishnah, I'll In other words, it's enough already. For, for, you, of course, you have to go buy something, and there's a lady that's selling it. You say, have a nice day, and you, and you buy. That you're getting into a 15-minute thing with a woman. Not that he wouldn't have said it. He would have said it differently with, if he was dealing with a guy. But with a woman, he brought it out in such a way to say, I'll You think that you think that in order to handle over five cents, that you're allowed to have uh, to, to go on, on and on and on with this woman? This is one aspect. There's something deeper. So that was one issue because he was, it, was, it happened that he was doing this, he was handling with a woman. So he's speaking unnecessarily to a woman. But there's something more. The very that very form of behavior where a person is, is, is haggling over something, a price. Remember we were talking about the snake last week? How the snake in Ganeidin was the beginning of that crookedness, of that drain, not straight. That, was the, that, that began the Irma, that crookedness, that shrewdness and cleverness. To outsmart. There are certain people that don't even need the money at all, but they have to get the bargain, they have to get the sale, they have to get the deal, they have to outsmart, they have to outwit, they have to maneuver. That it's not because. And if you ask yourself, so what do you, so what do you, it's worth it for you to go for, for three dollars that you're going to go and spend an extra half hour or what? Because of three dollars, it's worth it for you. So say no, I'm not cheap. I don't care about the three dollars. I give it to the lady. Here's three dollars. The answer is, I won. I give the three dollars back, and if somebody needed three dollars, or that person said, "I could, I, I'm poor, I need three dollars," give three dollars. It's not the money; it's the thrill of handling, of of that kind of a cleverness and outsmarting and, and getting in the last word and being ahead and being able to being able to somehow show somebody up. And it's not outright conceit or gaiva; it's the lack. It's a lack of pastus of Simpleness. Isn't it worth it to you? Isn't it worth the extra three dollars? Not talking about something where it could be hundreds of dollars, but a few dollars. Isn't it worth the money to a person to hold on to this avoid of his nefesh of the soul to be poshit and not to, and besides wasting time, how much time people, how much time? That's not worth money to you. It's not worth it. So of course, of course, there are no rules when it comes to this. He's not saying you're not allowed. Nobody should leave and think. What is he saying that I'm not allowed to, like, uh, hunt for a price? Uh, I'm not allowed to. He's not saying that. I think everybody knows. He's talking about extreme. There's something extreme, and it's. 
a certain type of a person, also a cheap person, if people get cheap, so a certain need to be cheap. And that's, that, that cheapness is more than also always cheshbainess. Where does every penny go? You have husbands and wives, everything is with a cheshbain. And then he sits over her, if he's the one that's in charge of the money, he sits over with a microscope with this penny and that penny, what did you do, what did you do? And then where did that money go? How do you spend that money? And then, oh, she's the one with the microscope. What did you do? Where's that money? Who has the money? What happened to the money? To live like that. They don't have shalom bayis. Each person himself lives a miserable life. It's a personality of, of handling and cheapness and shrewdness and cleverness and how to, I had to prove that, ah, I found that there's $8 missing. What do you do with $8? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. What do you do with $8? What did you do with it? I don't know, I think I, I don't know, I bought a pizza and a, a soda. I don't know, I don't remember. We're, it was on March 12th. There's $8 missing, March 12th. I don't know, March 12th. What do you think I did with it? I, I, I bought Enron. I don't know what I did with it. Eight dollars for that. But there are people that are like that. There are people that are like that. And, and, and they'll tell you, I'm not cheap. So I give money to stock it. The personality is cheap. The personality is the personality of a finagler, of a haggler, of a handler, of a person who's not push it with the sweetness and push it. And to so what? It's eight dollars. And even if it's eighty dollars. So for $80, I'm going to make Shalom Bayes. I'm going to ruin Shalom Bayes. For $80, I'm going to have Machlaikas. For $80, Machlaikas. People, the whole lives are lived in this smallness of Cheshbonis, sitting there every day, or every month, with a month, and looking at this, and going up and down, up and down, and then looking at their wife, looking at the husband's stim. It doesn't fit. It doesn't work out. The numbers don't add. So what, he's a Ganav? She's a Gan? She's, she's a Ganzitta? What is it? There's Genevas going on here. If you told me someone, God forbid, suspects that, that there's something horrible, some, some devious, disgusting thing that's going on behind this back, behind your back, Mela. What's well, done, person? To live in, 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 in Timson like that, constricted and small and cheap. It's a terrible, terrible. And by the way, it doesn't have to do with how much money you have. There are people who have very little money, but there's a hachave between them and their house and how they live. It's very little money. You can go to a home, you can go to an apartment in B'nai Brak, someplace, it could be a small place or whatever, but the people themselves are people that are shooting and it's a tmimus, and how they are with things. It doesn't mean that you overspend. It has to be safe. But, but, it, but it doesn't have that, doesn't have that, that crookedness of humbling and cheapness and, and looking into everything like that. Nobody could be civil people like that. You can't, they're unbearable people like that. Because it's a certain tether of a person that they have to overcome. And that they're missing the tamimus and cheapness. Everything's with a pilpul, everything's with a dre. And then, and then this one says, oh, but I didn't spend, I didn't. and they make all kinds of the yukim. And, and, and like a rashi, a toysi, so with the person, with this dollar, that dollar, the money, and the, that's what he's talking about. Obviously, there's a gvul, and if a person, if you have a husband or a wife or a child that's spending crazy and making, you know, just careless, I'm not talking about that. Of course, there's a there's a limit, and exactly what that is, there's no din of what the limit is. But if a child has an extra dollar like this, or not, so to make somebody miserable into this, the, over this, over a few pennies or a dollar or two, but there's there's no clout when it comes to these things. 
אבל ישנם אנשים שנוצר בהם טבע שתמיד הם מבקשים הנוח. There are people who have a nature that they're always looking for a bargain. That everything has to be, that they get, they get the cheapest thing. And you know, there are people, I had a friend of mine, he, used to, he, he knew gas stations. He always had a cheshman like it. Like this one was 10 cents cheaper, I don't know. And I, I always used to say to him, his name is Lenny. We grew up together. I, said, I used to say to him, Lenny, you're driving like a half hour to get to the cheap gas station. It's so like, what was the, nobody has to, he's not going to give money to this, <laughs> to this one over here. He has to, he'll drive to the cheaper gas station. And then at the cheap gas station, you know how it used to be 40 years ago with gas things at this time. It was a lot cheaper then. So, so he used to go to the gas station. He would get, he'd, he'd say to the guy, give me 75 cents regular. So I always said, what are you getting 75 cents? The guy goes and gives one spritz. And then, and then, and then, because he had a cheshman like this. He had a cheshman. Because why? Because his brother's using the car. No, no, no. He's using the car today. And the brother uses the car tomorrow. So why am I going to put for my brother? I give one for myself today. I just, I'm, I can go to school. I can go to the pizza shop, whatever. I'm okay. I should pay on my cheshman and my brother should have a spritz. For dollar fifty, I'm not paying. I'm not joking. This is this is how it was. So he gave he had he got enough to get for himself. He made a husband how it works to go home from here. And then the next morning his brother gets in the car. It's empty. He has to figure out how to get to to get to to get to the gas station. Because the brother was made such a thing. Because the parents were like that. And I knew the family the, the parents, everything. Why do you think they had to work themselves? Because they had to work themselves. This was something that the mother had she put into the basement. I'm telling you a true story. She put in a laundry machine with a coin thing for the, <laughs> the children had this the children had to put coins. It was like in the laundromat. It's a true story. They had the their own children had to put like this and she used to go there and put into her apron, quarters. She's still with the laundry. So you're wondering why is it this guy he goes to the he goes to the gas station, he gives give me fifty cents, give me seventy five cents. That's how he used to get to the gas station. Because his brother shouldn't have a my husband. So you become, the parents become small people, shrunken people. And it's all, the whole life is a pill because you can't figure that out. It's not so possible to figure out how much gas you're going to need <laughs> to go from one place to the other. You have to be ready, you have to be a Talmud Chacham to make such chashbainas. Instead of a person saying, so that, uh, put in half a tank, fill up the tank, and go, whatever. My, I use my brother uses enough, give me like this, like that. We want to know where what happened to Lenny? What happened to Lenny? If I would tell you, I can't, I can't tell you. Because you might know him. <laughs> That's why I can't. He has a Jewish name now. So i got to leave it like that. But it's a funny story. It's been, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He overcame a lot of that. Now he's still very, very cheap. Very cheap. But, but now he's like using it for holiness. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. But, uh, but, but that, that, was, that was part of a person... Of, of a, it was a Yerusha. It was a Yerusha. It wasn't. It was a Yerusha. And and to overcome that, Pshitas. Of course, there are people who have hard lives, and they're very, very poor, and unfortunate. They're lowered into that kind of a, into that way of living. But there are people that, that even if they have money, they're always looking, they're always looking for a Hanacha, a deal, a deal. I have to get a deal, a bargain. Walk around, you see people in the grocery, again, not poor people. You have people that walk around the grocery with tzetlach, every paper, all the different newspapers, tzetlach. 
they're always putting piles on the counter that these poor girls don't know what to do with all of these things they have from 1974. They have, you know, rebates and all different things with papers and tzedlachmeya, cutting out and putting together, and they live like this. They have at home in their drawer a million little tzedlach, but they're 10 cents off, and they take out 50 of them. And then the girl says, no, you only not allowed to use 50 of the same settle. So he says, where does it say? Where does it say that? And then they have to get the supervisor and they have to show in the book and they have to say, so it didn't say, it wasn't in the newspaper like that and she's got 50 settle. You never had people like this in front of you online? It, it, you know, it's extreme. But you have to be careful not to even have a... T- there are people that are like that. And then they get... And, but they like that when they're home also. So they don't have... Like, but everything is the same at home. Just not with the tzadlach. They have different things. But it's always like that. It's, it's, a ter- it's a terrible way to live. It's very extreme. But the, what the Rosh wants is pshitas and tamimas. And if someone gets the better offer, if someone taka got you for $5 extra, so what? That means they're smarter than you. What is it? They're out there as smart as you. So that's your husband. You have to be smarter. You can't have somebody that gets a better deal than, you know, off of you. Again, it's not, it doesn't mean to be taken advantage and to go to places that are charging crazy things. But but at the same time, not to waste your whole life dragging around with these things. On a deep level, it doesn't make that much of a difference about the prices. And you have to think, Schwartz is talking about people like himself and others that they don't have much money. They're very simple people. They don't have money. And he's saying, Afro people doesn't have to always be exact price that you wanted. Of course, there's another extreme where people stand. They're careless with money. That's not good either. The Marshall wanted us to gain a healthy place, not to stand for all right. We see in this passage that Sadiq and Mamanu Chavel, Yaakov went back to get the, the, the Pachim Ketanim. He crossed over the river to go back and because he left, because a tzaddik understands, even a small job tzaddik understands that everything has its need. You don't stand throw things away and, and, and not pay attention. There is this in of mikuach. Mikuach here means bargaining, handling. That's in the soul of a person. And it comes from the snake. It comes from the snake. And it's extreme. It comes from the snake. Page Kufiud Beis. Avukesh Adam Chaim Harabani Shalom Betamim is. Whoever brought this, I know this is from someplace else because it's not the brand over here. So, Shkayach. Mukshadam Chaim Herbanshan Betmimis. When a person when a person lives the Kajbarah Betmimis, Tmimis, Ah, Amachaye. Kshoim Mimlaisha. And we're not, there's a whole lot of funny things about stores, but of course, as I said before, it carries over into marriage, parenting, everything. When they tell him that the price of this is this and this. Again, not crazy expensive, but this is the price. He hears that Hashem is telling him this is what it costs. Again, this is sheer, not crazy. But he hears, okay, that's what it costs. And if he can't afford it, he doesn't get it. If it's something that he has to have, obviously more care has to be taken. If it's a necessity for the family, whatever. If not, not. Especially now that they have people shop online, right? That became like a big thing. That that that's 24 hours. Used to at least be, you know, they're still closed. 
And now people online, and not only that, but online. Oh, ain't look of it online. I don't know if you can look for gas prices on. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yes, Excuse me that you know that. <laughs> but but I But but online, I'm just joking. On online, a person a person can mamish a person can mamish sit yom of a over a dollar. Because you you can go online and you could shop. You want uh, you want to buy an iPod, so you could put in and then and then I'll have a thousand stores, a thousand, ten thousand stores. And people sit there, young Valila, going on the thing, old, going to different stores. It used to be that when we were growing up, so how many stores could you go to in a day? You went, you went to this store, you went to that store, and you were exhausted. You walked around a little bit, you were tired. Eventually, after 15 minutes, an hour, two hours, you used to go there, you were tired. Nowadays, nothing. You sit in a soft chair, you put on the machine, the guy, the head in the head. You can go over the whole world looking for an iPod. You can go crazy. It brings out the opposite of Tamimus and Pshitas. Again, not that it's not very, this is only a, 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 this is a, this is a symptom of a person who's not Tamimusdik to be all the time with these kind of things. With a computer, it's unbelievable that people all day and night with the computer going, looking. It's one thing the person does it down for fun. That's that's a waste of time. So by a woman, it's not such a big Indian, she's not chayiv to learn. She's not chayiv to learn. So it's, in my opinion, it's a dumb way to spend your life. But if a, if, a, if a woman sits there and she likes to see every, you know, fabric that was ever made for those kind of couches, so she's online for three weeks looking at couches, it's a silly way to spend your life. Be much nicer to do other things, to read, or to talk to your family, or something. But if, but that's what you do. But but then when you have a person who's have to be sitting and learning, and then what happens to so many people is that when they go looking around for all these things, they happen to stumble upon other things along the way that they shouldn't be looking at, at at all to look at. This now is a very big nisayin. For, for a person who's a curious person, who has an this Indian of shopping around. By women, it's a half a tsar. By men, it's a big tsar. It's a big tsar for men to get started on this. And my children tell me, why can't I? I, know I don't have an email, I don't have anything. I never, Baruch Hashem, I never ever pressed the buttons to look. I never saw it at all. So, not once did I make a thing on a computer in my life. Baruch Hashem, I'm proud to say. Not once. And and the children said, that. But everybody does, and the emails. I'm. I don't want to start that. I don't want to get. Well, I have to go into the parish. Um, so, but they, it's so much easier that you can. You could, you know, HebrewSwarm.com and this and that. That I don't. I'll go to the Swarm store. I like. I like it. I like how they smell. You can't smell on a computer safe. A new safe. I don't want to start with the whole Indian. To look and to dray and to come back and to go. You can start. So people go looking for different tire. There's a guy. He goes, because now the internet, you have Divay Torah, thousands and thousands of Divay Torah. Because any person, now there's any person that, that heard that there's such a thing as a Chumash, he already has a website, you understand? Mm-hmm. So they make already Divay Torah. So, the, so the, you have people, they're going, looking, looking, looking for, this guy was telling me, he found, I said, where did you find this? He showed me, he had a photo stuff from the computer, he had a, some, I said, how do you, you find this? So he says, oh, it's not so positive. 
He had to spend quite a bit of time. He found this Torah, this other Shabbos. I said, you know how much Torah you could have learned? You could have spent you could have spent an hour learning, an hour learning, the parasha. Forget about it, uh, fancy Torah that you got from the internet. You could have spent an hour learning. Instead, you were going around to look at different websites from this yeshiva, that Aisha Aisha Torah, this one, that, and all different things. They're all nice. I'm not saying that it's nice, but what the bittles man a person spends, and that's only the ones who are, I'm talking about. Someone who's looking at Torah. So you say maybe it's Kedai, because he found a fantastic Torah. I don't think it's Kedai. I think he would have been better just reading Chumash Rashi during that time. And just to say, to go over with the children at the table, Chumash Rashi would have been just fine. But now he has a, he has like a big, big hush of a that he got, because he spent an hour going to every single website, and, 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 and he has a pile, and he staples, and he goes to the office next every day, buys boxes of paper, and more, 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 more. And when do you learn? When does a person learn? It's always... Always uh, photostatting, uh, always making, uh, printing up new pages to learn. It's a, it's a certain type of a person. And especially, especially with a computer, you have to be careful not to get into that, into that whole mahalach of life. Shopping, I'm not saying, and don't tell me whether I'm saying you're not to shop online. It's a convenience because it's a mahalach. The nice, you don't have to go to the store, you could save a lot of money. Uh, just time schlepping to stores it's true it's a very good thing and if you do the seichel and someone tells you oh you're looking for this this is a good website to go there they have it so go there and then fine it says there whatever 24.99 so you buy it maybe someplace else has stock at 21.99 could be it could be so they outsmart you for three dollars no so what and even if it's for thirty dollars no And if Hashem wanted you to pay less, they would have told you a lower number. Again, obviously that's with Seichel. The Katnu Dugma, we use this as an example. Of before. Even though it seems like it's a nitpicking little thing, but the truth is, that this yesoid of Tamimus and Pashtas affects a person's entire life. His davening, his mitzvahs, everything. His relationships, ben Adam l'chavei, with people. Kechol she'odem tamim yoyser, the more Tamimistic a person is, k'ayach amunah sh'loi chazak yoyser, the stronger his is amunah. A person who's sitting and, and feels that he, he didn't see enough websites, because maybe he can get saved a few dollars, He's not living in the world of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He's living in a different world. Helakim also saw them yasha, straight and simple. Hey, Mabikshu Cheshbanis Rabbim. He's not living in the world of Emunah. Emunah doesn't mean that this is the best price, because there can be better prices. Emunah means that, means that if this is what I, this is what the Baruch showed me, and this is and it's, it's not crazy, it seems normal. I don't have to go finding every single website to you know if, if I got the cheapest thing. Personal lose with Tamimis, the whole Amun is stronger. He believes that whatever comes his way in life, it's not, I could have done like this, I should have done, I would have done, how come I didn't do like this, and there's all kinds of cheshbonis. No, whatever comes his way in life, Parshit, this is what it is, this is what the Bari Oila made for me, this is what he's giving me, simple.
Again, it doesn't mean that a person shouldn't try to get a good job and to try to work hard. It's not that. It's not that at all. This person, a tamiristika person, knows that handling that you're doing when you're big, when you're handling, you're not handling really with other people. You're handling with the barnishlam. You hear this? You think that you're handling with a person in the store, but you're really handling with the kashbaru, because the kashbaru said, "Cut it out. Stop wasting time. Stop spending here, even if it's not a man or a woman. The opposite. Stop spending your whole day with these things." And how you could outsmart, how you could be more clever, you could be a bigger snake than the person who's selling it to you. Just go push it. So you're handling with that salesman, you're handling with the Barnishlo. You're handling with the Kaddish Baruch. You have better, you have better aces than what Hashem Baruch is giving you. You have better ideas, better ways, and how to do it, and how to outsmart. Dugman myself is another example. Sometimes you, you want a good thing. You, you want to help two people. You want to help a husband and wife, or two friends. You want to make shalom. People are having a fight. You want to help make peace. That's good. And in order to do this, you know there's a famous Aaron Akarin used to say things that weren't 100% true. Oh, your wife so, feels so terrible. Oh, your husband feels so terrible. used to, with friends, he used to make all kinds of things. And he would say things that were not true because the tachlis was to get people together. So everybody knows that you're allowed sometimes to say something that's not true, Laman HaShalom, in order to make peace. You can say something a little bit, to twist things a little bit, to make Shalom. Now, you have some people that they'll take that heter and they'll go with it. They have a heter to say something that's not true? Wow. And, and, and the, the same way you'll have people that, have, that they thought that, the, that, let's say they think they're doing a big mitzvah because they're, they're being Makarov people. So they could sit also, uh, men and women together by barbecues all day long schmoozing about movies and all this, they think that they're big Kira professionals. Well, could be, if the person's a big Ovid Hashem, it could be. But if not, then you're just like sitting around with the girls talking about movies. So what's the big Ovid Hashem? Because they're not from. <coughs> That's the big Ovid Hashem. Same thing when it comes to when it comes to this hete, saying things that are not true to make sholem, there's a difference. By a tzaddik, to say something that's not true, by an Aaron it bothered, it was hard. He was a Balmadreg and everything. So when it came to that Indian, he had to use something that was a little bit crooked. But the cheshben was L'shem Shemayim. Then you have another person that he says, oh, you know, you're allowed to do this because it's a mitzvah, to make sholem, I'm making sholem. Just like it's a mitzvah to be a people, so we could sit around like this. It's a mitzvah to do this. It's a mitzvah. So they use, they'll find there's a heter for something, and they'll take that heter, and they'll use that heter. Really, it's for them. Really, it's for them. This eitz of chazal, to use a little bit of a lie sometimes in order to make peace between people, it's dangerous. It's a dangerous heter. This eitz of chazal is dangerous. It's dangerous for a person who's not pure, whose intentions are not entirely pure. The Baal Shem said such a thing, that this eitz of chazal is only for people who never lied their entire lives. Never lied in anything else. Such a person like Aaron Akai never lied anything else in his life, never said a lie. So to make Shalom, he would use that as a, 
as a cleat to make shalom. Not because he's a liar. He's a Hishamis. He would use it. So Hashem said a person never lied his whole life. Can you imagine you apply that? I, I told you this many times and over the years. Many, many years ago, so a friend of mine was very big with NCSY. And and uh, he brought me up to, they had a big Shabbos or something, a Shabbaton in the mountains somewhere. And, uh, and, and I remember it actually used to be called then Camp Tagola. Now I think it's Camp Shiv. And for me to speak there, and I got, when I got, we got up there Friday pretty early, and it was a beautiful day. I'm sitting, I was sitting there with a sefer, I was ready, I was ready for Shabbos, and, uh, my, and, and I, I was there with my wife, and, and I think one, at that time, one or two children we had, and fine. And I didn't know what this was, I was like trying, like I'm not saying this about NCSY, it's about anything like this. So, some, I was noticing like, there were guys with girls, like, funny things like uh, going on. So, I was asking my friend, what's going on? What is this over here? Who's so these are advice. They call them advisors. So there was a trend that I was noticing through that era of Shabbos that these advisors, these boys who were advisors, who themselves were like 19 years old. They're not 30. Married. They're bachim. That these 19, they, they seem somehow to feel a special need to advise only the most attractive girls. And I thought it was an interesting pattern that was developing there. Like if there was a girl that was a little bit you know, not from the movie star types, so then like they would just she would just sit on the bench like over there, garnish, uh, with another girl. Uh, but if she if she was a, a a pretty girl, then the advisors were talking about the parish. You know, it was important to be macabre. Uh, yes, what she thinks about the moon and about the burnish and so on. But the girl that wasn't so pretty. Some of my friends said, ah, welcome to Shabbaton. It's like, this is what it's all about over here. This is, you know. So they have advisors, an 18-year-old bachelor advising a 16-year-old girl. What kind of thing is this? So it makes I, And I spoke about that on Shabbos, the whole Shabbos. They were going to throw me out of the way. I was the whole Shabbos on this Indian. <laughs> you know, because I don't. The whole Shabbos I was going in this Indian. Talk about Kedush and Tahar and separate and I'm not talking to them unless they go here and they go there. And a kanos, you know, it wasn't l'shem kanos. There's a person. If, a, if you say this person never spoke to a girl his entire life, oh, and, he, and he's helping somebody out, he wouldn't be mechalik between blondes and brunettes and redheads. You understand? But a person his whole life is talking to girls, and then you bring him up over into Shabbaton, and you put a, a badge on him that says coordinator, uh, Mister Advisor Man, and now and now all of a sudden he's like uh, he's like a, a shliach from the from the Rebbeinu Shlomo to be makar of Jews to, to Hashem as well. You know how dangerous that is. It's uh, dangerous. You have these these clubs and the people on the kibbutz and all these things. And they use all these hechatimses now. There's one particular group that they do all kinds of strange things called kiruv. Things that, that the Rishon needs his little elves to go around being the characters on what? On this cheshbon? Of doing things that are not according to the Rishon Hashem, that I don't give nachas ruach to the Ba'yoyim, that they do things that are not nice. And whose cheshbon is L'shem Shemayim? And these things could say 100% L'shem Shemayim. So the Baal Shem HaKadah said that someone who never lied, Although Chazal gave an Eitzah, that to make Shalom, sometimes you need to lie a little bit. Uh, husband, wife, friends, you need to lie to make Shalom. But it's dangerous. You can become a liar. And you think you're a big tzaddik. And, you, and your, the whole, your whole life is really crooked. 
not straight. But a person who lied, I feel a pamachas, even if it's one time. So he's 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 lying. So now he's lying for a purpose that he's allowed to lie. But it's not l'shem shemaim. He, he he never he lies. So now he's lying and he's called a mitzvah. He thinks he's a mitzvah. Shuv and yochel l'shake l'shma. The kevin should be shalosh yishake tiyam uravis b'zeh tchunas anefesh l'shake shaloy l'shma. Since when he's doing this, there's mixed into it uh, an Indian of Shekhar, which is Shiloilishma, not for the right reason, something not true, something dishonest. Also, he's not even allowed to lie for making Shalom. That's what Hashem was saying. Since there's mixed in his own Indian of Shekhar, he's not allowed to use that to make Shalom. Because that's only indulging in the worst part of who he is and makes it stronger in him, and now it gives him a justification. Klaimer, person can feel like he's doing lishma, like the guy that's talking to advising the girl, or this person that's making shalom bias, using sheker, he thinks he's doing this lishma. in the depths of the soul, he's just, that's his way of life. Well, it's crooked. Humbling. That's crooked. By changing stories, making up little fibs. That's how he lives. Not just for this mitzvah. And he's getting deeper and deeper into this habit of painting a picture of reality that's not real. Same things that are not real. And that carries over to his family, to his wife, to his children, and work, and all kinds of games at work, and with money, and this. It's not Jewish money, it's a guy's money. Oh, all these things. He thinks it's for sure necessary, just like it's a mitzvah to lie, to make sure bias, it's a mitzvah to lie, to take money away from goyim, to give money to Jews. You understand? It's not such a big jump. To take money away from a guy, to give the money to a Jew. It's a big mitzvah, sure. And all of this is to make crooked. It's no longer the world. It's no longer a real world. It's a world that he makes up stories and crooked stories, fibs, lies. The more a person believes in Hashem is Baruch, the more he realizes that Hashem doesn't need little elves. He wants you to be an Elohim to do the right thing. And if he wants Jews to have more money, he'll, then let the Baruch figure out a way for Jews to get more money. Not that you're going to steal from Goyim to give to Jews. He, the Russian knows how to get money to Jews. And, if, and if, if, if there's something that you allow, and you do something in an honest way, fine. If you want to make a decision, I'm not getting into the Allah now, that there's two stores on the block, there's a Jewish store, there's a not Jewish store, you want to support a Jew, because i But to think that you're going to take something away from the guy and to give it to the Jew, that's, that's who, you have Hashem's help? That's what Hashem's work wants? That's crooked. With Sarah Rak, Laos is the government of Hashem, pardon me, you have to do what Hashem wants. That's Tremus. Rahman Amar. The Bible said, don't steal. Finished. When a person lives with this Mida of Emes and Yashus, in the end, anyway, he'll be more Matzliach. Then if he goes in ways that are not straight, then they're not good anyway, he'll have a Mitzvah. We'll continue next time talking more about how to acquire more and more of this Mida of Tremus. Shkayach.